Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and you are back for the Falcon and Winter Soldier weekly episode breakdown. I am joined by several good friends uh, joining me once again after a long run of um, Mandalorian and WandaVision. Joseph George, what's up, buddy? What's up? How's it going, boys? Oh, it's going. It's fucking going. We've also got, along for the ride as well, Miles Buttress. How's it going, man? Oh, it's good. It is good. And one that has not been on the ride thus far, but one who has been very, very, very welcome. This has been an extraordinary time with Tillman McClooney. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Welcome. Glad to be here. Hey, I'm glad I'm glad you are here. And obviously, we are here to talk the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're going with uh episode 2, The Star-Spangled Man. Uh I'm not going to do a real scene by scene type thing. Uh I I took a general uh, outline sort of of notes and I'm we'll kind of just jump topic to topic, right? So, off top, I want to know how y'all are feeling about John Walker the new Captain America at this point. Uh, let me get Miles. Uh, you know, as I mean, as we can see, but they can't. Um, my name is fuck new cap. My and your name. name is fuck John Walker. Yeah. So he really syncs up there with no plans to. No plan I, at all. Yeah. New from the second he popped up in the first episode with his goofy ass smile. I knew I was going to hate him. And this episode, there was like a, a half a second where I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe he's just a dude that's along for the ride. Um, and then he, you know, acted like he was the shit. And I was like, all right, don't like that. And then at the, you know, at the, at, towards the end, wherever he was like, if you're not going to help me, then just stay out of my way. And I was like, all right, let's, let's cool it there, big guy. You're not, you're not tough shit. <laughs> you just got your ass beat by, you know, you know, by like four four people that you know barely know what they're doing. <laughs> He's a fuck boy. He ain't got no powers. Yeah, Tillman, how you feeling about John Walker? Honestly, I am actually excited to see what he does and how he fits into this piece. You know, he was chosen for a reason. I mean, like, if you think about it, you know, they could have chose anybody else, uh, but they chose him. And they're reading his accolades and whatnot. And, I mean, the way he threw that shield <laughs> in his training exercise, I was like, oh. Don't get me wrong. I ain't saying he ain't going to be good at being oh, Captain know. America. Oh, I know. I know. Yes, yes, yes. I, 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 physically, I physically, he's a fit. Personality-wise, I just hate him. Yes, no, I'm I'm looking at him too. Like I'm like I mean like yeah, I don't like we all come on now. We don't want him to be Captain America. Like just give the shield back to Falcon, the, the black person they stole from in the first place. But mm. I'm 
like like it's it's I'm sorry, hot topic, it's hot topic, hot take. But I'm just Not sorry. A hot I'm just take. like exactly what happened. Exactly <laughs> what happened. It's just tragic and it's hot. It's hot. But I I'm excited to see how he does because like when he said, did you jump on a grenade? Yes, four times. I'm like, oh okay, okay. So they saw some 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 quality traits, but you just can't recreate the same thing. But I'm wondering if there's more to him, um, and not just like what he may be involved in, but I'm, I'm wondering if, cause like I said, that man threw that shield kind of hard. I'm just saying like some type of, I think, you think, you think he's juicing a little bit. I think he's juicing a little bit. <laughs> I'm talking about super soldier juicing. Um, possibly just maybe. Joe, I, I can tell you're I, itching over there. Let me hear it, you. It's I'm conflicted because at the beginning of this episode, I kind of wanted to give him a chance, you know, because we def- we definitely got off on the wrong foot with him. We all immediately hated him just because of what – of the position he was put into. 100%. So this episode, I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a chance. Maybe he is cool. Like maybe this is our new cap and we're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. You know. So I was watching it and I'm like, okay, like I like his little upbringing. You know, he's pretty humble. Um, but then the line where he says, you know, you're either going to – be with us or, you know, stay out of my way. That line in particular, if you take that out, I think we come out of this episode liking him a lot more. But since you yes. said, get out of my way, like you're worthless to me, kind I'm, of just I was like. Why? My opinion of him shifted before that. My opinion my, of him yeah. shifted when, uh, when he bailed Bucky out. Like mm. on paper, good thing. Good thing he's done. But what he's actually trying to do is manipulate this dude into participating mm-hmm. with him, right? And yeah. whenever he comes in and he, like, greets Bucky, he's like, you, That's with true. me. That's on, like, I'm the best. And he was I like, how'd that. you get me out of here? And he's like, yeah, well, look who I am, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, you know what? I agree yeah. with you now. What I worry about with John Walker is that we're dealing with a guy who hasn't been given the limelight for the things he's done. Right. He hasn't been properly recognized. Sure. He's he's a war hero and stuff. But like, I I don't know many war heroes personally, you know, like so like we're going to know we're going to know the name John Walker if he's Captain America. Right. And I think he's getting a little drunk on that sort of Mm -hmm. power there. And I feel like that might be a way we're headed towards. And I. I'm interested in seeing what that does. I think if he ever gets a chance to fight Bucky or Sam. He's gonna invite it. I don't think it's gonna be like a like a begrudging shit. I have to fight you thing. I think it's gonna be a like I'm ready to fight you. Yeah, I think I, what will happen no. is he will be this asshole character on purpose, right? And then Bucky or Sam or both will beat the living shit out of him and be like, "Dude, you don't have any cred yet. Like you're literally you're in the biggest role of your life. You're in the biggest role that you could possibly be in, and like you have zero cred. So shut up." And like, just put him in, like, basically, just put him in line. Like, I think, just one, I completely, I completely agree with you about the whole like. I think up until, and agree with Colton, up until that whole like them in prison scene, or Bucky in prison scene, I was like, I was, I definitely still didn't like him, but he was, it was a net positive day for me. Mm -hmm. I liked him more than I did at the beginning of the episode, and then that scene happened, and then the. uh the get out of my way scene happened. I was like, all right, I just, I f- fuck this guy. No, stop it. That's and it. then oh. I would also agree. I, I do, I do agree with you, Joseph. I do, could a hundred percent see that happening where he, for whatever reason, 
pulls some shit with them and tries to, you know, do something and they just beat the shit out of him. Uh, and then like the ending is, um, Falcon becomes the new Captain America and then we see him become established as US agent mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to trying to like take the claim of I'm the new Captain America. I'm just I'm US agent now. I do want to say guys, let's not put words in my man Jay Walker's mouth. He said stay out of my way, not get out of my way. We don't take it that way. He just said stay out of my way. I'm it's just the getting the benefit thing. of the doubt. It's not the same thing like stay out of my way just means like you're not in my way right now, but if you do just don't. So I mean, yeah, but he said it was so much. He said it was so much hatred, he did. Tillman. He Stay did. out he of did. my way. And honestly, right. I'm like, sir, you're. I know you're new to this. I know you're new to this whole saving the world thing. And I'm just like, you, you're, you, you, you a basic soldier. You know, I'm in my house. I can't say certain things, but that man is basic. All right. <laughs> He he he's he's a soldier who did special ops whatnot. He didn't go up against aliens. I'm just like, bro. He wasn't facing Except- off with the big three. Aliens, exactly. androids, or wizards. That, exactly. I thoroughly enjoyed that part of the, the uh, <laughs> whenever they're like, well, he's one of the big three. And Bucky's like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Big three? Doctor Strange is a wizard? Yeah. No, wizards, the alien, and androids. And he's like, what? A sorcerer is a, a wizard, wizard without a hat. <laughs> yeah. I just made that, that up. That, yeah, that whole scene, uh, hated it but loved it at the same time. Because I hated it because it was so stupid, but I loved it because it was so stupid. I have kind of a hot take about that scene. I I know everybody loves Bucky and Sam together, right? Like, absolutely. I really don't think their their relationship has been earned yet. No, I think that I think they're going through the process right now, though, because they still kind of hate each other. Well, yeah, they still kind yeah. of hate each other, but like, well. And I I think think that's the whole the whole reason it hasn't been earned is because of the fact that up to this point, their whole relationship is based off of, hey, we're Captain America's friend from whenever he was a child and up until he got frozen in the ice. And then now I'm Cap's new best friend up until you came back. And now we're just kind of both his best friends. And that's what their whole relationship is based off of. I guess it would make sense that all they do is butthead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all they have done. that's but also, also, also along with the part of on the on the extended side of that is, you know, the whole shield thing. It's 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 I know how much that meant and you know how much that meant. So why did you give it up? That that part of the relationship, we can't ignore that, too, is that yeah. that's part of that's from a lot of the fuel and hatred. At first, it was like kind of like funny hatred because it was like, oh, we're like you're his, yeah, his best friend for way goofy and buds, I'm his best yeah. Friend now. Yeah, goofy buzz. But like now the hatred is stemming a lot from what part do you not understand that? I did what I thought was right, and I gave that shield away. I, it was okay. not to be held by me. And then the hate from Bucky is, you shouldn't have given that shield away. That was everything that he entrusted to you, and he thought that you were worthy. And then, but the cool part is it's not even like he gave it to you instead of me. It's, it's the fact that mm-hmm. he's like, no, he chose you, and he well, saw something. And if, and if you and don't also, live up to that, then how am I supposed yes. to live up to what he expected? I loved exactly. that line. Yeah. Of the, like, it, it showed it wasn't just – I'm not it showed it wasn't just I'm mad at you because he gave it to you instead of me. It was I'm mad at you because if you gave it up, it means you weren't worthy of it, which means he was wrong with me too, and he shouldn't have let me, you know, live kind of thing. I, I, and that that really gave I really like that line from Bucky point, because it's something that he's probably continued to struggle with since he came back. I really don't think I don't think their like friendship is at best friend level yet. I literally oh, think it's at the like, they're literally just mutual friends right now. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're friends, you know. 
But I think by the end of the show, they will become best friends. They'll realize how much they have in common. Yeah. And it'll just that like I think this show is to establish the new friendship. It's of, it's I to guess, make them earn that friendship. I guess I didn't think about it enough. I was just thinking about like I just thought it was funny that like soon as he needed to, Bucky just like met up with Sam, knew exactly where he was and was like, Hey buddy, why the fuck did you do that? Like <laughs> you know, like he like he it seemed like Nah, I don't know. It was just weird. But no, I get what you're saying. You took it. You like viewed it as like they were best friends, and then now thinking about it more, you're like, but they're not best friends, so it makes sense that they're acting like this. No, it just it's their relationship seemed. Yeah. I don't know. A little bit like they knew seemed, each other more than they actually. Yeah, it seemed knew. rushed. Yeah, like it like because they've spent time together during fucking battles, but they haven't spent time together otherwise. They don't know yeah. each other really. Like. So I guess that's I guess that's part of the misunderstanding here is Bucky doesn't really know Sam. Sam doesn't really know Bucky. So how can they possibly agree on shit? So yeah, you know it 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 plays out well. I just didn't think about it enough, you know. And uh, uh, one thing that did strike me as odd though is later in the episode when they're in the ther- the like a uh, couples therapy scene, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Bucky gets real. He gets real as fuck, you mm-hmm. know? He's like, because if he doesn't, like, if, if you don't live up to what he was, then how am I supposed to live up to what he thought I was? Yeah. How how I, am I supposed to consider myself worthy of, like, you know, still being here? Sam Sam uh, retorts, and rightfully so, with, like, this is probably something that you and Steve would never understand, but I did what I thought was right, and that's not being Captain America. And then after that, Bucky doesn't really say anything, and then Sam gets, like, really mad. He like he's like I'll tell you what after this no more friendship nothing we'll never talk to each other again and I was like that seemed very abrupt I didn't I didn't really understand where that came from and then it was immediately followed that scene by a uh, John Walker confronting uh Sam and Bucky in the parking lot right and them talking about that for a second and it and that scene escalated weirdly quickly too like someone got really angry really fast for seemingly no reason and I was like Man, the the guys here get angry fast. Mm-hmm. They're they, no, they get I, real real well, mad. I thought the thing. exact same thing after the like the couples counseling. Yeah, I scene. I don't know. I think Sam getting mad after uh, you know during the therapy session. I think that was you know warranted. I think it was you know Bucky was basically telling him like you made the complete wrong decision. It's not you know it's just black and white like you made the wrong decision. And then like Sam, who's been thinking about it forever, you know, actually thinking about, should I do this? I can't do this. There's no, like, there's a lot of like embarrassment inside of himself. And like, whenever Bucky just calls him out saying like, this was like, how could you even possibly give up the shield? Like basically just told Sam, like, you're so wrong. I don't know. And he went through all that time struggling. Like it was, I I mean, I would have gotten pissed. Like if Bucky just yelled at me for, you know, saying that it was a cut and dry, I should become Captain America. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and then I on can... top of... Oh, go, go ahead. On. Okay. No, you go ahead. All right, on top of that, um, you know, the whole thing with... um, And also he said, you know, also with the stuff that he was dealing with when he was thinking about, you know, I just, it took me a long time to decide that I can't do this. Um, The part hopped on... The, 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 the next part hopped on where um, he was like, I didn't know that they were going to do that with the shield. So he's also dealing with that regret and that that pain of knowing that like he gave it away and they 
they lied about what they were going to do with it. They, they took it away from me. They thought I was going to a museum, you know, a part of his legacy with everything else in his uh, museum or put up away. But then I didn't know that they were going to do that. So he's feeling, I feel like he's feeling that pain and that mm-hmm. regret as well in the fact that they did that. Go ahead, Miles. No, I was just going to say, like, I can – shit, can you guys hear me? Okay, I just want to be sure. I can definitely understand why, like, he reacted like that. But I also feel like in that situation, to me, like, at, at the end of that scene, I was just like, I feel like, I feel like Falcon's just kind of being a dick here. Well, Cause, there's – like, yeah. Because Bucky went really deep with, like, his reasoning as to why he, like, he viewed it as a bad thing. And I understand getting a little offensive about that, but I feel like he also should have realized, like, he went deep with his reasoning and me reacting by only getting mad at him and not trying to kind of reconcile, like, my – the, like, thought process that I had just kind of make – like, I walked away from that – like, at the end of that scene, I was like, I feel like – I feel like they both kind of were in the wrong a little bit, but he seemed way more in the wrong. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, but like, I can also understand Sam getting angry here more, the more that I think about it. You know, even when Bucky was asking Sam, like, why did you give up the shield? He was never listening to his answer because it was always actually about him. Like, his worries yeah. were about himself, not about Sam, you know? So he's being selfish and Sam's fucking fed up. Kind of lashes out at him for it and kind of reasonably so a little bit. And then I thought it was corny as shit. When Bucky was walking out of the room and he was like, hey, Doc, what's rule number two? It's like, bro, you know what rule number two is. Don't be don't be dramatic and talk about it. Bro, he's a he's like a hundred year old man. He's going to make dad jokes. Guaranteed. Maybe maybe he was like, hey, what's rule number two? Because you just didn't do it because I'm hurt. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why I said it. Damn. Maybe he was just trying to like no, quietly say like I think I'm you might be onto something there, dude. Bro. I think you're actually right. No, yeah, I, I think you are right. Going for no, I think that's at, like that makes the line. A lot I said less it as corny. a joke, and as soon as I finished saying it, I was like, ah, shit, that actually that's a might stroke be of it. genius. No, because yeah, that would be I the just, only reason he looked back and said that. Because I thought maybe it was yeah. like a threat to Sam in the future, but that doesn't make sense. So I thought like, mm-hmm. no, that makes a hundred percent. Like he's like, what was rule number two again, Doc? And she was like. <laughs> Nobody or gets hurt, a, and he's like a, a single tear rolls down one. his eye. He's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> number two, night doc. <laughs> I mean, it might just be a classic two birds with one stone. He meant both of them, both of them. <laughs> yeah, he maybe that was, was actually it. He was just he like, he what was rule number two? Because I'm going to kill both of you once this is over. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, both of them are soldiers, and they've seen some shit. And I think that's why they said, uh, like. Let's do this mission. Once it's over, we're leaving each other vacation far away. We won't see each other, blah, blah, blah. I think that it's was just pretty like, funny, though. I think it was just like they're soldiers. They've seen some shit. They're just fed up. They're just like, you know what? Let's just save the world and then get on with our damn lives. Like, you know, Bucky's an old-ass dude. Sam, you know, just went through war. I, I mean, I'd say I'm, I'd want to go on vacation. Well, you know, and there, there is credence to that. I mean – you know, Bucky, maybe that's what this show is about overall, is Bucky and Sam learning to live a little bit outside of war. Yeah. You know, them being veterans who have never really left the fight ever since they entered it. Like, the closest thing uh, Sam got was that, like, you know, month where he was on, you know, off active duty and then decided, ah, no, it's okay, I'll, jo- I'll join back up. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you out, I Cap. mean, Captain America is <laughs> asking for my help. I'm going to help. Yeah. Is Cap on the moon? Or with Nick Fury? 
<laughs> what are we I still, I kind of want to know what they were what they were talking about whenever he was like, I want to know what happened to Cap. I want to know where he's at, dude. That, I don't know. I feel like that's the most foreshadowy thing ever. I don't like. Obviously, Sam is going to want to know, like, or who, or who was it? Was it uh, who asked that question? Who said like, Torres. I got to know what Cap is. Torres. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, I don't know. I don't think they would just ask that out in the show. Like, I feel like they're just foreshadowing that he's still alive, just yeah. being old and, like, running the t- – I don't know. He definitely well, either has to be dead – oh, I was just going to say, he definitely either has to be dead or on the moon just because I feel like he would not let this shit – Or be, like, let this shit go down. I don't know. There's a black super soldier – black super soldier alive. That's the same age, apparently. That's true. Or Cap could be dead to the public, but in private, he's, you know, living away his life. I don't think the public knows he went back in time and stayed there. Yeah, they don't no. know he's... he's oh, no, no, no. But that's that's where the question's asked. It's like, where the fuck did Cap go? Yeah, why and, did he just fucking dip? And, like, where did he get that shield? Because when he went back in time, there was no shield. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a newer shield. It looks new. There's new... I mean... Things to it. He was back in, you know. Dude, I know, but where, so he, you're telling me he went back to Wakanda when he went back in time? No, so he took the shield with him back in time. He took no, the shield with him back in time. Yeah, no, 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 it was broken. No, no, no. Uh-uh. It was broken. I thought he only had Mjolnir in the stones. That's what Remember he brought the shield back. Gets he brought broken back. during the fight by uh, Thanos because Thanos like beats the shit out of it with his sword. Dude, no, the only things he brings back are the stones. And Mjolnir. That's it. That's what he brings back. Okay, I think you said the rice in here. No, ah, no, I, don't, I, I think don't I don't think, think he brings so. a shield back with him. I, if I were to guess, is that he just he remakes the sh- like at some point? How are we gonna the, make a shield in the forty years in between? Wakanda. Bro, he, I mean, lived, gonna... he lived for like seventy years. Like he yeah, lived but... all that time. So you also, think he th- they to... have access to vibranium outside of Wakanda? It's just super Only Tony super rare. Stark's dad. Only yeah, Tony did. Stark's dead. There, you're, there is no chance that, so you're uh, that, telling that me. Peggy isn't going to be like, hey, just a heads up. You can quit looking for, for Steve. It all works out in the end. So you're telling me. What's Tony's dad's name? What What's his dad's name? Whatever. Tony's dad. He was the one who created the super serum or helped create Captain America. So you're telling me old Steve went up to Tony's dad and Power. said, hey – Howard, Howard that's right, went up to Howard Stark and said, hey, you're going to create me in about, you know, a couple years or whatever. Um, can I just get my shield now instead of, you know, no, whatever no, you no. create if me in this time? Back, he probably went back to after he went in the ice. How do you know? Yeah, because why would he go back before he went in the ice? Yeah, he had to get he had to make that dance. He had to make that dance. So oh. I feel like he showed up at that time. Was like, yeah. the dance. Yeah, or why would he go back, back time before? to the day of the crash so that he could live as if he didn't crash? Yeah, that's probably what he did. So yeah, that's what, what might happen is he just lived in solitude with Peggy. And then if I had to guess, Peggy was probably just like, hey, heads up, Howard, you can quit looking for Steve. It all works out in the end. Because otherwise, why would Howard just decide, nah, it's good. I'll just stop looking. Uh, I've double, also double checked. Yes, um, there he did not go back with the shield in his hand. He's had the hammer, but no shield. So yeah, they definitely just they, he definitely just had, a, had him remake a new shield. I mean, it's a Where, filler. Yeah. We don't. Where is the What do you mean? Where no, he he probably just 
He probably brought it, no, because remember they took it from the other like time, so he brought it back to to where they took it from. Oh, did he have to bring it back to Asgard? Yeah, like he he went back to all the spots they went to. So he went back to 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 like oh yeah, he had he went to put back the to the military back. base. He yeah, went he back to to Asgard. Oh, so he, he went, went all over to, space. He yeah, went all well, over. He had yeah, yeah, he went to he went to each timeline that the stone was taken from to return it to pick yeah. a new spot. So he was not on Earth the whole time at all. No, no, no he's he went to been the soul places place. now. So he's been places. Yeah, he went to yeah. the soul place. He waved to Natasha at the bottom real quick. He then... didn't go to the soul place. <laughs> Tell me. Well, this. Actually, no, he probably did to return the stone. <laughs> so wave to Natasha and was like, "What's hello, 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 hello." Cap goes back in time. He has to leave Earth. He has to leave Earth. Who is he going to ask back in that time? To leave Earth. I would assume they probably sent him back with the little spaceship that he sent – that they sent no. back. No. I mean, guys, we're, 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 about it. we're all talking hypotheticals here because there's nothing yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't he go back there's, with the spaceship, like, Joseph? Anybody could guess there's the scenario. There's no because... way he brought a spaceship with him. He had a briefcase of the stones and a mule near No, that do you not remember, remember how they brought it back originally? Sh- they shrunk the spaceship. Shrunk that thing down? Yeah. I guess he could have had it. That's how they did it in the that's how they did it like the first time was they went back with the little with the little spaceship. But it's not something that's clarified in comics. It's not something that the directors clarified. Yeah, no, there's well, definitely we're all, we're talking hypotheticals. Well, now. Hypotheticals. Can we talk about just this this black um this black super soldier real quick? I I just want to get there. I Dude, I'm still in love. Story. Happy. Is this story. Is this uh like Okay, I never watched it, but it might be DC. I don't know, but it's like uh, like just a big, strong black guy that's like bulletproof. I don't know if it's Marvel or DC, but there's a Luke show Cage? over it. Yeah, is that oh, Marvel or DC? Not him. That's it's, Marvel. That's Marvel, and it is not him. Okay, I didn't know if this was like their way of bringing him into the MCU. I've never watched the TV shows. I just didn't know. I just wanted to. No, this is clarify. Isaiah Bradley, who is the mm-hmm. uh, the original Captain America, even before Steve Rogers. He like, but he never got his credit because you guessed it, he's a black man in the 1940s. Black racism. <laughs> and after what? and after he gets done, you know, killing people on behalf of the government. The government locks him up because he's to black. Test him. Yeah, dude. And wouldn't wouldn't he have been right after right after Steve Rogers? Since Steve Rogers was the World first War II. successful, was Steve Rogers the first successful super yes. soldier? He was. It was after Steve Rogers. So he was Cold the first because he was World War II, and this guy was like uh, Korea and Vietnam, I think. Oh, well, I was going with his comic book lore. Hmm. Well, I think. Wouldn't I mean that would still be the same, wouldn't it? Because no, technically, they didn't, go, they didn't go word for word. I, I'm, I'm the comic book I read, the uh, red, white, and black. It's it explains that he got the super soldier serum even before Steve Rogers did. Oh, whoa! Oh, was Steve Rogers in like comic really? books? I thought Steve was the first yeah, super. I thought soldier. he was too. Huh? I don't know, man. Interesting. I think, I maybe, think that's, maybe that's maybe that's in the like in the movies. I don't know. Like I'll have to look into it more. I might be just talking out my ass, but I thought that's what it said in red, white, and black. I'll have to reread it. But dude, that's a devastating. Like that's a sad ass story. Like that's super sad. You do no, all like, of this work, like oh man, I don't know. 
No, it just it it's shining a light on the systemic racism that even plagues super soldiers, like the the superheroes, like Falcon even experiences, you know, his his yeah. share of racism here. Like out of the entire population, Isaiah Rock what's his name? I don't want to Bradley. Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. And still was systemically like but like you're the man. Like I don't know. That's just crazy to me. You do all that work for nothing. Yeah, you know, he it's it's a devastating story, but I do I do enjoy the way it's setting up Young Avengers with his son, Elijah mm. Bradley. Elijah Bradley is the Patriot and he's involved in the Young Avengers along with, you know, Wiccan and Speed and uh the Haley Steinfeld Hawkeye, I'm assuming, is who's going to be roped in there on that side, too. But there's just a whole lot of directions the future of the MCU has because of all these seeds they're planting. It's phenomenal. If they bring uh, back a Hawkeye-like character, I swear to God, I'm going to personally attack Disney. This is the opportunity they have to get rid of Hawkeye forever. <laughs> if they don't take it, I'm going to be pissed. You do know that they're doing a TV show, right? Is it really? Yeah. Like Hawkeye, like the Hawkeye, or like well, it's, it's him and uh, it's him and and it's not actually his daughter, but Kate Bishop. Yeah. Oh my god! They should have just a, let with him Haley die. Steinfeld. Just let him die. You know. Also, Colton, I was just looking it up. You were right. He was the first one to, or he was one of the, like. Oh. Um. One of. There were five people that survived the original trials, and he was one of those five because it was it was like they did tests on African Americans, mm-hmm. like where they were testing the super soldier stuff. Well, that's five the, of them uh, survived. Uh, that's part of it. They they would have yeah. tested it on black people. And yes, they only they were only testing it on black people. Uh, there were three hundred soldiers. One of them survived, or five of them survived, and then something happened, and he was the only one left. And then oh you know, God. Cap it worked on Cap. Cap became Captain America, and then after that is he was even dead, then more he kind of went on to do other stuff. But yeah, that is even like, more sad. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! It's just, it's just it it shows how real world real world racism could seep into a world like this, you know. Well, and what like that stuff is something that they did do in the real world too back then, as they tested all those stuff. They all those and tests not they did just on back then, even when we first. were, even when there was stuff about the COVID vaccine being yeah. made, there was, there was stuff about how they should probably test it in Africa because that makes sense. <laughs> every day that every I live my life, worse. every day I live my life, worse. I just hate humanity more and more. I, I just don't understand the world. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. Uh, but I also love the guy who plays uh, uh, Isaiah Bradley. His name's Carl Lumbly. He's the uh, I, last time I saw him was in Supergirl, and he was the uh, father of the Martian Manhunter. So he's a pretty he was a pretty cool dude. He has a very uh, very uh, moving sacrifice at one point. It's Maybe very, he's uh, the link between Marvel and DC. Perhaps, perhaps he is. He's but, Martian Manhunter. He's a king, but nonetheless, uh, I want to I want to talk about the flag smashers. We got more and more flag smashers this episode. We got introduced to their leader, Carly uh, Carly Morgenthau. Mm-hmm. 
I, I pronouncing that right? Oh, I have no idea if you're Not right. I'm just saying, even, I'm just agreeing. You could have said her, any name, and I would have been like, yo. I know her first name is Carly, and that's it. I think, yeah, I remember Carly. It sounded familiar. Oh, actually, before we get on to that, I did really, I, I mean, obviously it was meant to kind of be humorous and also, like, a little, like, serious and, like, this is real world stuff, but the whole, like, Black Falcon conversation. <laughs> yeah. It, like, a real world conversation. Thought it was really funny how he turned it on the kid and said, "All right, I'm gonna call you Black Kid." Yeah, and the thought, kid was like, well, "All right." Yeah, and I, I also thought just a, a later on in that scene, whenever the cops come and talk to Falcon because they're stirring, they're stirring up shit, you know, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, and they're like, "We didn't even recognize you without your goggles." It's like, doesn't it matter though, like. The fact that they weren't pointing any weapon or hostile towards Bucky at all. Yeah, at the same yeah, they time, didn't, yeah, they they didn't do shit. They didn't the do shit man. towards Bucky. And yeah, like, I also liked the detail that like Bucky is such a, I mean, a oh, hundred six year old white guy that like whenever they're like, show show me your ID, show me your identification, he goes, just do it so we can get this over with, man. And mm-hmm. Sam's like, absolutely not. That's not at all what should happen here because I, I don't have to do that. I'm not doing anything wrong. And it's like, that that does make Bucky a pretty 106-year-old white guy. <laughs> yeah. The, I, the irony of the cops going to the black guy first and then, and Bucky then realizing... The got arrested. Yeah, the one that got arrested. Oh, man, the irony. Dude, this show has been taking some slam dunks on racism. Like, slam <laughs> dunks. I swear. They're going yeah, hard. I, one, of the, one of the best things about this show for me is the idea of the Flag Smashers and what they could be. At first, I was worried they were, like, following what Thanos wanted and wanted to, like, Kill off half the population so that the resources. Are, but really, all they want to do is seize power, like take mm-hmm. over power from the assholes who are at the top. And frankly, yeah. not a terrible, not a, like there are worse things to get behind. You know, like <laughs> yeah, like like saying Thanos was right. Let's kill half the population. Exactly. Exactly. It, like, yeah, was, they definitely. It went from really bad goal to still. You know, not an ideal goal to like go like thing to go after, but you know what? Not the worst thing in the world to be like. All right, these people that came back are all assholes. I just like what? the the side of it that's more like living a world without borders, like you know, like whatever, like that well, side the, of the flag smash. During that five years, they had they had world peace. Nobody fought each other because they were decimated. They were too and they had to humanity fight. had to come together in order to survive. Yeah, like. And, like, I get how somebody would live during the blip, be depressed for basically five years, but at the same time, there's no war or anything bad going on. And yeah, then like everyone thing... coming back and ruining that, like, that's, like, the world had to j- go into overdrive, like, at when the blip, like, or whenever the, everybody returned. Like, well, and also it's the whole, like, the, where they, they kind of mention it at one point where they say – the the governments are now more focused on those who left than those who stayed, and it's the whole thing of any time um, you try and prop up one group, another group is always going to look at that and say, why aren't we getting that same treatment mm-hmm. and feel left out and be mad about it? Dude, that was a line that hit me like, damn. Yeah. Like, that was a damn line. Like, 
when something mm. gets better for one group, yeah. it might not be getting worse for another group, but they're always, if they're not getting the same like special treatment that one group is getting, they're always going to see it as, all right, we're getting this, we're not getting that special treatment yeah. for whatever reason, so we're mad about that. Which is wrong. There should only be one group, and that group is humanity. Right. Right. But a little I'm sorry. Right on, I don't, right on, I don't man. know why. All right, whatever. Uh what you know, I like I like the idea though. You know, it, it is understandable that like during this era these people see what the world could be. And then idyllically I, I, idyllically, whenever the people come back, nothing like obviously the economy and stuff is going to be like the world economy is going to be drastically affected by having twice as many people come back to earth. Like obviously shit's going to hit the fan worldwide, but it's like, why did we have to all of a sudden turn on each other again? Like, why couldn't we have used that as an opportunity to come together? Why was that? Like, why was that the reason we all split apart? Cause that's not fun. Colton. It doesn't make good we TV. need war. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need we need a reason for the for Falcon and the Winter Soldier to have a series. Yeah, Falcon and, Falcon and or Sam and Bucky would not have jobs. All right, so we need to keep them. We need to keep them paid, even That's though they're true. not getting paid for what they do. Yep, <laughs> we just got to keep which them is occupied, wild. Basically, <laughs> you got to keep them occupied. Yeah, I mean, like if I was Bucky, though, like think about it. You've been on a complete action adventure your whole life, even though it sucked. Like, you've been used and, like, brainwashed and shit. But, like, you're on an action adventure your whole life, and then you go to nothing. Like, I'm not even going to punch anybody in the face today with a vibranium fist. Like, that has to be boring. Like, I don't know. He was sleeping on the floor, bro. He was sitting well, on and the that's, floor. I liked that, that like, that in the last episode when the therapist was like, that's bullshit. You don't want peace. You've been active for 90 years in one way. You're not going to be able to live with yourself by yourself just doing nothing. I think it's funny that uh, when, you know, John Walker jumped back on the car after they'd pushed off Battlestar. Wait, Battlestar? Lamar Hoskins, I think was his name. Oh, okay. I was like, who, who is Battlestar? I completely yeah, his, forgot that oh, was Oh, that's name. right. His he name was way over the top. He had such a stupid name. I immediately yeah. forgot. Yeah, and Bucky was like, pull over. I'm out of uh, – get, get me out of here. Yeah. Battlestar? Yeah, are you the, kidding me? It was but, such uh, a bad what's, name. What's your name? Battlestar. So, it's so bad. But nevertheless, when he jumped back on the car after Lamar got thrown off, he looks at Carly and goes, that was a mistake. And he's like ready to beat her ass, and then she just punches him, and he flies off. And I thought that yeah, was hilarious. Shit out of him. Which is what tells me he does not have the super soldier serum. I don't think he has to be doing something though. How hard he threw the uh, that the shield. shield? Yeah, he's he's on something. He's not on super soldier stuff, something, but he's on something. I don't he know. got his kick. He got his ass kicked too hard to be on super soldier stuff. I feel yeah. like his body would just be bigger though. Because Steve went from a twig to a literal peak male. I, I imagine. I imagine not everyone goes from go like. I imagine not everyone sees that much growth. There's probably just like a all right. This is ideal form for like both like size and also speed. Because like the mountains, the mountains not going to be a very fast dude. So like you're also like you don't want someone to come out of that thing and just be built like the mountain. 
I guess. But Game like, of Thrones reference. He's juicing. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, cue the noise. He's juicing or something. There's no way you can throw vib- a vibranium frisbee yeah. that fast. There's no way. Yeah, that's it is pretty crazy. He's got to be doing something. I, just but the way he like is in that Good Morning America interview at the beginning and he goes, "I'm not Tony Stark, I'm not Bruce Banner. I don't have all the gadgets. I don't have super strength." He like explicitly mm. states he doesn't have super strength, which <laughs> is like true. part of the super serum. <laughs> yeah. It's literally Marvel's way of telling us he's just a normal dude. Guys, have we seen any? Have we seen anyone really throw the uh, the shield outside of uh, Sam or not? Dude, Sam, I uh, feel like we have. We saw <laughs> Hawkeye throw it in Age of Ultron, and then he went like ah, like yeah, like I he hurt know. his shoulder. Yeah, okay. so like a normal dude maybe, would not be whipping it that fast. Maybe well, may, well, but also Hawkeye's kind of old. That's like t- by that point, that's kind of they're playing along with the like I'm an old, like not an old man, but. I'm at that age where, like, I'm doing getting, I'm, any I'm, physical I'm in my 40s. Hurts. I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Yeah. So maybe maybe we don't know it, and the, the shield is just super fucking light. <laughs> if if Hawkeye's well, seeing that shit around, like it's a, probably extremely just... Extremely strong, light metal. Yeah, Bro, so maybe he's it's just... at, like, Mach 3, though. Maybe he's it's just throwing, like, a, a goddamn, like, aluminum frisbee. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's throwing it so hard, because he's throwing an aluminum frisbee. You take the strongest man on the world, and you tell him, throw this as hard as you can, it does not go as fast as this thing is whipping. And it cutting into <laughs> trees, bro. There's no way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You get the most no, lightweight metal you. there is. There's no it is chance. interesting. Well, it is interesting yeah. that the shield just has that ability to be thrown like that. You know, because like even like... uh Peter Parker comments on it in Civil War where he's like, that thing does not obey the laws of physics. Like, it just, it just doesn't. So, uh, okay. I mean, maybe, I guess... maybe we don't know it. Maybe it's not actually made of vibranium. Maybe it's a whole, like, the, the dwarves of... Thing. Yeah, the dwarves of whatever neutron star made it out of that metal, and that's why it, like, bounces everywhere and, like, comes right back. Because it's actually just fucking Mjolnir, but in shield form. I like to think that, you know, Cap's just constantly doing calculus in his head. I do. I actually have thought about that before, and it really, it I I do agree with you. That is a fun thought. So you think to Cap have. would He's be the, the best? Class. You think Cap would be the best frisbee golf player of all time? No Cap. Like, is there any competition? I mean, he's the oh best nobody is fucking with ever, Captain right? America on the frisbee golf course. I mean, that's that's like a cakewalk for him. It's literally like eating breakfast. Like, yeah, probably. Damn! What a crazy thought. I did, I did enjoy the whole uh, the the car scene after they get the shit kicked out of them. Whenever uh, they're t- they're like riding in the car and you know they drive up next to them and they're like, any you know, John's just like, all right, get in, guys. You know, we'll take you. You know, it's a long way to the airport. Hop in and they're like, go they fuck just yourself. Walk right past. And he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I loved. I, there was a part of that scene that I really, really enjoyed. It was just a small thing, but earlier in the episode, Falcon comments to Bucky, like you're doing the staring thing again. And then in the car, in the car, you know, John goes, does he always do that? And Falcon sides with Bucky. He's like, he's like, even, even though me and Bucky are at each other's throats, I still fuck with Bucky more than I fuck with you. Like, 
It's fucked them kids, bro. Yeah, yeah. Carly kicks the shit out of uh, all of them. They have the car scene that we were just talking about, which is funny as shit. Um, then it like cuts to that scene where they're like in hiding in like Germany or something. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's Germany because he kind of sounded like he was speaking with like an e- German a- like English with a German accent type thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she mentioned like they're after us and then says something about the power broker, and that's all. She also in what context? Like what? What was? I think so. What I have pulled up about it right now is pretty much just like the power broker is kind of an established, um, character I think. And apparently he was in like in Marvel. He was there between the Depression and the 1960s, and I guess was super racist or something. Um, and like he created a couple villains, and but all 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 we really know now is that just that he's trafficking super soldier te- technology yeah it's not like the power broker that's that would pretty much sense. it like he moves power he is in charge of where power goes yeah he's yeah he's transferring like powers well is there the chance that carly stole from the power broker and that's kind of what it sounded like because it sounded like she was afraid of the power broker or yeah. that they were subjects of the power broker well like, there's they also were she gets that she gets that text on her phone that says, you took what is mine. I'm coming to kill you. Yeah, that's what I. That's kind of what I was talking about where she's like afraid of him. So I'm kind of thinking they either used to work for him and now they don't or they used to work for him and they stole from him. Or that they were his like – That's that's kind of what I'm saying is they either stole from him and that's what's his or them leaving. He's saying like I own you. You took something from yeah. me being yourselves. I think that's more what it is. I think they were owned by him. Like, he was in charge of what they did, and then they left, you know, and now they're doing their own thing because, like, you know, fuck the fuck the big guy. Like, fuck a guy that owns me, obviously. Yeah, fuck fuck the power help. broker. And then maybe now they're just trying to show him, like, what they could really do. Or yeah, I don't... maybe it's just they wanted to get out. They don't like this guy anymore. Like, they just – they had enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that that story is still going to be fledged out more. That's what I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. Probably most in the series, personally, so far, is getting more on the Flag Smashers. For some reason, that has been like really, really interesting to me. And I want like that. I want that more than anything. I want the the. I want to uh, shoot. What's her name? Aaron Kellyman, the chick who played Infus Nest in Solo, and then uh, and then Kelly Morgenthau or Kelly Morgenthau. Wait. Carly. Carly Morgenthau. Carly? Yeah, she's sure. a she's a talented actress. So I'm looking forward to what uh what her character becomes. And if mm-hmm. she becomes like potentially superhero instead of super villain, that'd be super cool. Or maybe she dies for the cause, you know, because becoming a revolutionary, you you, you resign yourself to a certain fate. You have to accept that this could yeah, be generally death. generally death. Yeah, and like and like John Walker says in that car scene, you know, he's like violent revolutions barely get anywhere, and then the Falcons, like usually said by the people who have all the resources, like I mean, because like that's the only way change is going to come about. Slam dunks, bro. Let me tell you, the slam dunks the show has been hitting, man. That's it's a slam ridiculous. dunk. That was it a is. dank dunk, bro. That was a fucking good one. I loved that line. I was like. I, I that and obviously Marvel's got a checkered past in this uh this arena in terms of military propaganda and things like that. But like 
this seems generally like it's chipping away at certain things beside like that can kind of, you know, help in general. Slam dunks, man. I'm telling you, slam dunking. And the the dunks only get better per episode, by the way. It's they've increased. So I'm curious to see what the dunks are going to be like next episode. But, you know, because of all this super soldier serum being moved around by the power broker potentially and then by Carly, you know, it's leaving it's leaving Falcon and Bucky clueless. They don't know what the fuck to do. So And they, they kind of got beat up the by the only too. person who would know how. Cap on the moon or with Fury. Okay. No, or only person besides besides Cap who knows what to do. <laughs> Zemo. And so I I recall I don't know if this was last episode or a few episodes ago on like potentially the WandaVision finale. Someone talked about a Zemo redemption arc. That was me. That was last episode. That was last episode? Yes. That gets a little more credence here. A little bit more than I would have considered. You know? Uh, I don't know if that's the direction we're heading, obviously, but... Why else talk to him? I think we're just as... I think that we're going to get one of two things. We're either going to get a Zemo redemption arc... Or we're gonna get at them going to Zemo and asking him for help, and he's just gonna be like, "Fuck you." Seventeen. No. Polskar. Yeah. He just starts name, yeah. listing yeah. off the words. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that uh, Zemo. He's a master manipulator. You know, that's what he proved in a uh, in Civil War. He's the Lex Luthor of Marvel in a way. I mean, like, like in terms not of too in terms far of off. Way, in the terms of the way he thinks ahead. You know, yeah, and like it manipulate. me. It wouldn't surprise me if Zemo helps, and you know, betrays them. Like that's just eventually where it's got to be headed. I think. And there's also the potentiality that, like, what if Zemo is the power broker? Oh, because what would he be doing during the blip? You know, like, I mean, we, there's a lot of Zemo that we haven't seen. Well, we see at the end of this episode that he's in prison. So I'm assuming he's been yeah, in prison since. Civil War. People run shit through prison, though. Yeah, that's what and I'm honestly, saying. Like, even if know. even if he didn't get blipped, it's not like he had one like a sentence that was only like, oh, you know, it's a five year sentence, so he's about to be out. He's he's in there for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, he bombed the UN. Yeah, it's a bad look. Damn, <laughs> it's a bad look. Yeah, that's usually not good on a portfolio. <laughs> What kind of experience do you have? Baron Zemo applying for jobs at like fucking IT for some company and they're like, so we see that you got locked up for 25 to life for bombing the United Nations. Uh, You got anything to say about that? (laughs) Uh, It was all all for my wife and child. Oh, you're hired. Uh, It was different time. But I don't have much else to say about this episode, guys. I'm not going to lie. I I really hope, I mean, because we got four episodes left now. Like, four episodes. Something's going to happen. Well, I feel like this episode even kicked it up a notch already. Like, it, it already... Uh, it, it's, it's still building. It, oh, yeah, like, it's still building. But it, it definitely gave us a little more, you know. We learned more yeah, about the Flag Smashers and stuff. And, uh, the fight liked, scene. It was and... better than episode one. I'm sure. I'm sure. Episode three, where they meet Zemo, is going to be pretty big. Like, I bet. That's I what, what, action, the end. what action do we have uh, other than 
Sam and Bucky and New Cap and the what opening was, scene of the first what was episode. The weird Battle name? Star. Weird Battle Star versus the Flag Smashers. Like I don't think that's what it is. I don't think it's that simple. I don't well, know. But there, uh, there's this the, report. There's a report coming out that in episode five, we have a character introduced who we've never seen before in the MCU, and is another superhero. So, I'm thinking either with the seeds being planted of Elijah Bradley, maybe we get the Patriot. Or maybe we, we get, get Natalie Portman. We could get something bigger. Yeah, we could get something bigger. To kind of introduce the Thor Love and Thunder uh, storyline, possibly. I don't know. Oh, Natalie. Okay, sorry. As it, yeah, 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 yeah. Not as, not as Padme. If that's what you were thinking. No, I was just. I honestly, I don't know whose name I heard, but I was like, "What? Who?" Uh, could be interesting. So, yeah, oh, yeah. so are we going back to another cameo possibility? And then we'll I don't get think stuck? they they definitely aren't trying to build it up as much because of the disappointment yeah, yeah, yeah. last time. I I just I just saw like an article that was like in episode five. There's a new character. Blah. Hmm. That's a that's, nothing more. That's in, Not the, huge... that's in the penultimate episode, the second to last episode. So it's mm-hmm. got to be a pretty big game changer, I'm assuming. I don't know. They, I mean, like, how much? Or an introduction really... to someone else. Yeah, how much can I you just... really accomplish in four episodes? Like, I just need before the last episode, I need at least a ten minute scene of Bucky coming clean to to the old man, saying, "Hey, I killed your son." And then we'll get that falling too. in love with that one woman. I need Bucky think, to have a love interest. Do you think this show has any MCU level ramification, or do you think this show is kind of just more of a standalone? I think if I mean, there is. It's with the. It's with the flag smashers. Interesting. Well, I mean, you have, as I kind of said earlier, you have the like flag smashers. Like Colton just said, you have the potential for Sam to become the new Captain America and, like, fully establish himself in that role. You have uh, Bucky kind of becoming, like, an uh, probably becoming an official member of the Avengers and not just... Sure, yeah. Becoming, like, an official member of the Avengers and not just, like, a part-time Avenger slash not really an Avenger slash just kind of sitting on his ass. And then also you have, like, U.S. Agent. Becoming a real thing and not, you know, not being Captain America anymore. There it is. At the end of the day, we are the type of fan that is going to watch anything Marvel puts out because that's what we do. But a very, probably the largest majority of people who watch Marvel are just moviegoers. They just watch the movies, and if it's a big movie, do you think they really put something that important in this show that's going to matter for the next big movie? Yeah, I think the answer is no, because in WandaVision, you don't have to watch the show for her to be in Doctor Strange. She's going to show up in Doctor Strange. So they're going to explain everything in the movie, as if you didn't watch WandaVision. Well, but I mean, what if what if White Vision pops up? How the fuck is someone who hasn't seen Ooh. WandaVision going to be like, who the fuck's that asshole? I'd say that's the only MCU level ramification of WandaVision. Is but I mean, White even Vision. even the other Wanda ones became aren't like the Scarlet Witch. I understand yeah. that. But they're that MCU level easy. ramifications, but they're not they're not hard to explain in the movies. But, like Sam becoming the, uh Captain America, not that hard for him to just like show up with a shield and, and someone who hasn't watched it just be like, "Oh, so he's Captain America now." I guess what I'm trying to say is there are side movies 
and the main movies. The Avengers movies obviously being the main movies. The side movies being the individual hero. I think this is a step down from the individual hero movie in terms of importance, if that makes sense. I I get what you're saying, and I don't think it is just because even, like, the side movies in the MCU, for, like, there are a lot of people who even aren't, like, huge Marvel fans have watched every single MCU movie just because in order to, like, really get the full depth, depth out of Avengers, out of Infinity War, out of Endgame, you have to be connected to all of these characters, which means you kind of have to have watched all these movies. And so if you're... I feel like they're not going to be afraid to put some big thing in one side in in like one of these TV shows, just because if they do, all it does is it provides more reason for that. Not like is guaranteed going to watch every single thing that Marvel puts out immediately, but it'll give them more reason to be like, oh, before the next Avengers movie that I go watch, before that comes out, I need to go back and watch Winter Soldier so I can understand what's going on with with Sam and Bucky type thing. Because then all that is is more views for them and more money. Mm-hmm. True. Money. If it ain't about the money. Y'all got anything else to say about the Falcon and Winter Soldier episode 2, the, Spar- the Star Spangled Man? I don't think Fuck so. Fuck Cat, bro. Fuck I'm, I'm on the fence with him. At the end of the day, at the end of this episode, I'm on the fence with him. I'm not over the edge where I hate him and I won't give him a, another chance. I, I started on the fence with him and ended on firmly on the side of the fence that was fuck, fuck new cap. Fuck I'm like Walker. 70% fuck him, 30% I'm still holding on. Yeah, you need to, Joseph, let go. I hold on to everything. I still think Ultron's alive. You need to let go. You're still holding on. Yeah. Let go. Ultron. Ultron's still alive, and if you don't want to believe that, I don't. I don't know what I can say to make you believe it. Because it's that's true. where I'm going to end the episode. That's where I'm going to end the episode before we before we get any deeper into the Ultron take again. <laughs> I promise not to go into it anymore. I, I right, made Joseph, a time New Year's resolution. Oh, it's going to be so funny in the next Avengers movie when like Hayward pops up and he's like, "I have no strings on me." <laughs> Lizard King. I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, not not to get off on, t- on a tangent, but I feel like if they reintroduce him as old, like a, uh, I can't remember his name. What's his name? Hayward. No, the 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 like voice actor. Oh, James Spader. James Spader. They reintroduce him as Ultron. His opening line has to be, "I'm the fucking Lizard King." <laughs> it has to be. It has. You to don't be. even know my real name. I'm the Ultron. Fucking... I'm like the they fucking do. lizard king. But I you. this has been the Penny Bloom podcast. Twas I, Colton Robertson, and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you for having me. I love doing this. I um, can't wait I, for next week, baby. I love having you here, buddy. I love having you here. And uh, thank you, Miles Buttress. Hey, I mean, you know, anytime, man. Next week, even. And... Thank you, Tillman McClooney, for being here. Sadly, he couldn't wrap up the show. He had to dip on us a little early. No big deal. But uh, uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, come back next week for the Falcon and Winter Soldier episode three. I'm ready. To fill in for Tillman's response, he would have said, you picked me last again. He would have. <laughs> Just filling oh. in for you, Tillman. <laughs> Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves.